Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We finished our journey through Psalm 27 and we turn now for a number of days to the New Testament as we continue through Advent and we anticipate the coming of Jesus at Christmas time. Going to read in a moment from Matthew chapter 1 and verses 1 to 17. I've entitled this reflection Genealogy and Grace, and the genealogy bit will be apparent to you as you look up this reading. This is a passage of God's Word that's not often read and not often preached on. So let's pause and just ask God for his grace and for his light as we come to his word. Lord, we ask that you would help us today to look up your word and then to let it into our lives and then to live it out day to day. Help us, strengthen us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So Matthew chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah, the father of Perez, and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Amenadab. Amenadab, the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asa. Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah, the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Ammon. Ammon, the father of Josiah and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Elihud, 
Elihud, the father of Eleazar, Eleazar, the father of Mathan, Mathan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. And Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus there were 14 generations in all, from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. Well, that's a different reading to the readings that we normally bring in these podcasts, although we need to note that genealogies are actually quite prominent in the Bible. What do we do when we come to them? How do we handle this long list of names that are difficult to pronounce? Very often we emulate Superman. We come to a verse like this and we, or a passage like this and we leap over it with a single bound. But this is God's word to us. It really is. And we are the poorer if we don't engage with it. Two things that I'd like to attempt to draw out today. First of all, God's great grace. Here we see the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah. And yet we have all sorts of colourful characters who are within that genealogy. Think of Jacob, who is a twister, a schemer, who is right there at the beginning of this genealogy. Go back even further to Abraham, who in many ways made every mistake in the book as a follower of God. We see those who were caught up in shame through no fault of their own, those like Tamar. We see foreigners like Ruth, the Moabites, who is part of this line. We see King Solomon with all his mistakes, all his failure. Rehoboam, his son, was even worse, and so on and so on down the line. People who were compromised and compromising. People who messed up. People who were sinned against. And yet this is the line of Messiah. What great grace is here. And so we are reassured that there is grace for us. This is the genealogy that leads to Jesus the Messiah. And then Messiah comes and dies and rises again and calls all men and women to follow him. And who is it who comes? Is it the perfect Is it those who've got everything sorted? No, no. It's people like me and you. People who have messed up. People who have had tough upbringings, tough lives, who've been through difficult experiences. These are the sorts of people, we are the sorts of people that by his grace and mercy he calls The genealogy of Jesus is full of people who 
have experienced sin and shame and difficulty and struggle. And the family of Jesus, the Christian church, those who Jesus now calls brothers and sisters, they too are those who have been in need of grace and who have received grace. We thank God for his family. We thank God for his grace and mercy to us in Jesus. And as well as seeing great grace, we also see the great and wonderful sovereignty of God. Messiah was promised to his people. And yet generation after generation after generation passed and the promise was still unfulfilled. Had God forgotten? Absolutely not. People had to wait and yet at just the right time Jesus came. You notice the symmetry of verse 17 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. This is God's time. And at this time, the right time, Jesus comes. All the sin and shame and compromise couldn't deflect God's plan. Here is great grace from our sovereign and wonderful God. Let's pause and pray these things into our lives today. Lord, we thank you and we praise you that these verses that indeed seem unpromising at first glance are full of power, full of grace, full of glory for us. We praise you today for your sovereignty and the way that yeah, nothing could knock you off track. Messiah was coming. The anointed king was on his way. And even though it seemed like humans in their compromise and half-heartedness and mess were determined to knock this off track, no, you, the sovereign and gracious God, were going to work in your way and your time, and you did so, sending Jesus. And Lord, we thank you not only for your sovereignty, but also for your amazing, amazing grace. Lord, this genealogy speaks of that, and your family today speaks of that too. So many brothers and sisters who have come, all shapes and sizes and backgrounds and struggles. Lord, thank you that you don't call those who don't need a saviour, who are not in need of grace. Rather, you call those who are desperate for grace, who are wondering, is there grace for me? Is there love for me? Is there love for me, a Tamar? Is there love for me, a Jacob? Is there love for me, an Abraham, a David, a Solomon, a Rehoboam, a Ruth? Thank you that your word tells us that there is. There is grace for all who turn. We receive that for ourselves today and we pray that you would help us and strengthen us to share this grace with others. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.